The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. Is your final in San Antonio for some reason as Tennessee survives an off night from Dalton Connect and a career night from Josiah Jordan James lifts the volunteers to the win tonight. Triple J with 23 to lead the Vols, seven rebounds, three assists. Thought he had a fantastic game. Zakai Ziegler also had 20 for the Big Orange to uh, lead Tennessee on a night when Bear Davey, I thought we really just played down to the level of competition, man. It was frustrating. Could not put those guys away. I don't think that's a particularly great NC State team, but Davey, it is what it is, and Tennessee gets away with the win tonight. It is. Not, I wouldn't necessarily see, say that the team played down to what you would see from Oh, oh, that's trying to pull up the box score there. Uh, the team played down to the level of NC State. I just think they continued in the first half to try to go through Dalton Connect, and that hurt them. Uh, if, if Dalton didn't play this game, like let's say he was scratched last second for a illness, I think Tennessee wins this game by about 20. Um, it really did impact them both offensively and defensively, and that lineup they had in there late, you could tell they were firing on all cylinders offensively, and they were able to lock down defensively. And um, the DJ Burns we saw tonight, man, that is something else. I don't think I've seen that guy since uh, he was at UT. And uh, the current form of that DJ looked like he ate the form that was here uh, several years ago. That was something else. The Pillsbury Burns boy bear goes for 15 points and five rebounds. I actually thought Adu started out doing really well against him. And uh, Adu... Did not have a great night tonight either. Only four points and four rebounds. He's been sick. Did not practice the other day in Knoxville that was open to the media. So I feel like he probably got tired. And they ended up going with a waka towards the end of that game. And and he did he did okay. Burns Burns had a, a nice night against us. Six of ten from the field. But um he's a load, Bear. Yeah, he's he's a he's a big boy. No doubt about it. Um Adu, and it was obvious he was sick. Not sure what was going on with Connect tonight. Kind of a sloppy game. I'm kind of surprised it ended up as high scoring as it is. So did they hit the over? It was one. It was a push, it was a, wasn't it? Yeah, I pushed. Yeah, I, I'm mad, man. I had um, I bet it on Superbook, and it was 150 this morning, and I. And I didn't bet it. And then I saw it before the game. It was 149. I went ahead and took it. So left a little money on the table there. But whatever. I guess we figured out the Spalding basketball curse. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Triple J definitely has. What do you <laughs> end up with? Five threes? Yeah, five of seven from three-point range. They said 23 is a career high. I thought he had like a 27 game at, against South Carolina a couple of years ago. I guess could be imagining that. I thought he did too. I thought it was kind of odd, kind of low for um, a career high for him. That was the number, honestly. I I thought that he had scored 27. I couldn't remember who it was against. But, again, just kind kind of a strange game, just so late. And, uh, you know, nobody in the stands. It was just kind of an odd game. 
Well, if you want to talk about it, go ahead and request to speak. We're not going to be here too terribly long tonight, but let's break it down and we'll start with Justin Hanna. When we come to you, be sure to turn your mic on. What's, What's up, Justin? What's going on, guys? Kicking it. Man. I, just watching the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. I mean, just, I mean that, that's, that's the granddaddy of them all there, Russ. I mean, Shreveport this time of year, if you've never been, Justin, oh, just fantastic. Beautiful. Beautiful. I mean... Oh my gosh! I, 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 there may be as many people at that one as there was at our game tonight. So. <laughs> it's not exactly. We, cool. we could we we could barely pack a phone booth in that for that game tonight. Oh my! I mean, why why exactly were we playing this in in San Antonio other than money reasons? It's part of the Hall of Fame Classic. Ole Miss played Cal there uh, before our game, so it was a doubleheader of. Uh, pretty mediocre college basketball if, for those interested. Yeah, I just, I mean, none of it. I mean, just that's uh makes no sense. But I will say, I'm, I'm with Davey. I, that DJ Burns, that that's something he's been eating good. Because I didn't recognize him at first. I mean, he's he's been the golden corral a few times out there. I mean, what probably. do you think they say when he pulls up to the Asian buffet? And they're looking at him like, oh, no, oh, no. You know he can't go to one of them places where they charge by the pound. Cause, I mean, and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, uh, that, that's just, I mean, that's fairly unrecognizing. And, and he played a pretty good game. I mean, I, I don't Did he ever have a good game for us? He never played. Okay, he? I can't remember if he ever got on court for us or not. It's been I forgot I, I, until this week. I forgot he had eligibility still. So because uh, it's been what two years since he's been with us or something like that. I think it's four. Four. Holy shit! Man, it's been a hot minute, man. I uh, wow. But anyway, guys, before I because I know you want to get it's late night for you. Like, Davey, do we have a chance tomorrow? Because that's what I'm really interested in. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, they're playing their backup quarterback, Case Keenum, starting. Uh, this is a game that we're favored. I, I anticipate Tennessee winning, which I, I don't know at this point if that's actually a good thing because you really – you're not mathematically eliminated from playoffs, but it, the, the odds of you going 5-0 and and winning out are incredibly slim. And at this point, it's – you know, that Monday night game, it's good to show a little bit of life, show that, hey, this is what the Will Levis – uh, looking Titans can be, but I think we'll win tomorrow. But you're starting to get to a point to where you're going to hurt your own draft stock. But, by the way, yeah, how pissed was Marcus after Monday night? Like, like oh, what's his I, I mood been this week? Russell and Bear see him on on the day to day basis. So you'll have to ask them for that one. He's in a weird headspace right now. He's painted himself into a corner where he's got to be happy when his bad things happen to his team and on, on the defensive when good things happen. So it's just, this is the path he's chose to go down. Justin, I don't understand it, but sometimes you got to let people go on their own way. You know, it's a mistake, but you just gotta, you just gotta watch them. Oh my gosh. Well, like I said, hopefully he can, he can turn the corner on it and everything and, and save the light. Cause it looks like we're getting the Kentucky out of this kid slowly, but surely and everything. So, Anyway, 
But guys, like I said, I was just going to holler at y'all for a second. If I don't holler at you before then, y'all have a Merry Christmas. So. You too, buddy. Thanks, Justin. Hey, speaking of uh, Coach the Kentucky out of him, what did you guys make of uh, – I don't. did you guys see Vince Merrow's tweet today about Jordan Dingle? No. No. Uh-uh. So – uh, Tennessee gets Holden stays the number one tight end in the portal. Terrific pickup yesterday. And then they add today the defensive back, the safety from MTSU, who I think is a nice player as well. Jacoby but, Thomas. But yeah, um, so stays commits and it was kind of a first one to take the offer gets the spots type situation. And Jordan Dingle, the tight end from Kentucky, is visiting. And he's the other guy Tennessee's looking at. And stays commits while Dingle is on his visit to Tennessee. Oh. And from what I heard, like, you know, it, it was they were very they, – they were fine with it. It wasn't as awkward as you might think. But uh, they were just like, okay, you know, it's cutthroat business, whatever. It's what it is. And so Dingle today uh, says he's going out of the portal. He's going to stay at Kentucky. Vince Merrow, his position coach, tight end coach, who can't sh- keep Tennessee's name out of his mouth on Twitter. Just uh, This dude just, like, never gets tired of getting dunked on by the balls. Goes on Twitter and says, Dingle told me he was coming back Wednesday. Don't believe what you're hearing about that other school. They wanted him bad. And it's like, dude, we got a future pro. We chose him over your guy. Like... What are you talking about? And it's just I mean, a classic, classic Kentucky. He never gets tired of seeing those big orange nuts flying over his head. Just keeps getting dunked on every time he shows up. Well, I love the stays kid, though. I, I think he's going to be, I mean, I, I think he might be the best tight end that Tennessee's had in the Hypel era. Fantastic athlete. Notre Dame folks were really upset to lose him. They fired his position coach and uh, the receivers coach and the tight ends coach, I believe, at Notre Dame. All their receivers and tight ends left. And the Stays kid is a fantastic athlete. Like, he's going to be a stud in this offense. Four-star out of high school, four-star while he was in the portal. Uh, This is a guy they'll be able to utilize immediately. And you talk about returning your entire offensive line uh, and you had this guy who's able to block in, and he's going to be a threat in the receiving game. You, you're in an incredibly advantageous situation for Nico to step in and not really have to worry about missing pieces around him. Uh, I mean, all indications are Dylan Sampson will be the starting running back and, you know, Squirrel White returning, Deontay Thornton hopefully should be healed up still trying to go after a couple of other receivers and I'm not ruling out brew uh, just yet. No, it sounds like he's leaning towards coming back. Let's get some random guy in here next. What's up, Rando? Hey, gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, tonight's uh, <clears throat> 23-24 Tennessee Vols basketball win brought to you by the 22-23 Tennessee Vols because God knows nobody we added really did much of anything tonight. <laughs> I was watching that game and I was like, where's Connect? Where's Ganey? Where's freaking DeLeon? Where's anybody? Uh, <clears throat> where's Estrella? 
nobody did anything that uh, really wasn't on the team last year. So uh, it was good to see that uh, ZZ looked like he was finally uh, – his first time I've seen Ziegler really, really look like he was back. Did you guys kind of pick up on that? Did he – like this feel like the most complete game that Ziegler has had all season? Oh, yeah. Definitely. One points, eight assists, played 38 minutes tonight. I mean, it, you don't get much more back than yeah. that. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> that's a hell of there a was, game. There, there were two or three specific sequences where he was back to scrappy, annoying Zakai Ziegler. Like he was in, yeah. he was in NC State's head on a couple of plays and a couple he stole that inbound. I think he stole the inbounds twice yeah. tonight. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, uh, I, they, they had Horn on it. That Horn, him and Horn had a good thing going on in the first half, and he just kind of left him in the. Yeah, dust. out of out of out of everything I saw tonight, I mean, it was good to see James. And I mean, look, we're getting we're getting healthy, Josiah Jordan James. Um, you know, I mean, this is this is who he should have been the last two seasons, but you know. If you're paying attention, you know he's been battling injuries. So James looked good. Ziegler looks like he's coming back. Connect's going to come back at some point. Um, you know, I mean, you know, he's had cramping issues, and then he was kind of a non-factor tonight. And and, and Connect will be fine. Ganey's <clears throat> Ganey's going to figure out his piece of it. You know, Awaka looked pretty good tonight at times. Adu kind of disappeared. Um, you know, really kind of concerning just the, I don't know what it's going to take with Barnes to get these guys to understand. It's like, look guys, there's nobody between you and the hoop. Don't lay the damn thing up. Just dunk it. Uh, I saw that three or four times. It's like a wide open dunk. And we went for a layoff and laid it off. I just rolled it off the rim. Um, football wise, um, you know, all the, uh, Hypel can't do anything in the portal, and Hypel can't recruit crew. The Negavols out there, um, pretty, uh, pretty nasty thirty-six hours, I guess, for them. <clears throat> you know, I think Stays is going to be a stud when we get him in. Like you were just saying, I mean, Nico's going to come in with a lot of weapons, and I mean, I, I got to feel getting Jacoby from uh, MTSU. I mean, he's at least as good or better than anybody we lost in the portal. We've got some good talent coming in. They're going to be green, but I think we're going to have a talent upgrade. Now, we'll we'll see what they look like as far as uh, on-field coaching. But, you know, um, I don't think we're done in the portal yet either. So I think uh, I think we still got a couple of more moves to make. I think we got a couple of more guys to add. And, uh, you know, I don't feel nearly as bad now as, you know, I, I listen to the drive. Sometimes I'm grabbing lunch. I've been working later this week and so i couldn't call in but you know a bunch of guys like oh my god what are we doing we're losing all these dbs what the hell's going on well you know you know uh you know pump the brakes there uh karen relax we're gonna be yeah. fine so uh i know it's early morning i am in lovely shreveport because that's where i own property so i'm watching the game on the other side of town it's uh 11 30 here it's midnight 30 for you guys so i'll keep it short and sweet um got out of out of conference about as good shreveport as could or, are you in shreveport or bozier city i am in shreveport i am on the west side of the red river 
Nice. So, um, but yeah, um, you know, I, I think the out of conference eh, would have been nice to beat Purdue would have been nice to beat North Carolina, but you know, I, you know, we played a freaking gauntlet out of conference this year in basketball. So coming out of that at seven and three, getting ready for SEC play will be eight and three. Um, after we kick the crap out of whoever it is next Thursday, um, you know, uh, we could have been one game better, but I'll take it. I feel like we're in a good spot and, uh, let's get into conference play and let's see where this thing goes. So, uh, Probably will not talk to you guys next week because I'm on vacation. So Merry Christmas, Bear, Russ, Davey. Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Rando. Appreciate you, my friend. Yeah, uh, the portal was active today. So Baron and McDonald, Tamari McDonald, commit to Ole Miss today from the portal. I haven't heard if Danico Slaughter's made a decision yet, but I think he's considering Ole Miss in Arkansas. I think he's going to Arkansas. What do you make of Barron and uh, Barron in particular? I mean, uh, I know people have mixed thoughts on on all of these guys. I mean, there's no denying Tyler Barron was a very good college player, very productive. Yeah, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. He must have gotten – I'm just curious – as to what his feedback was from the NFL, I really thought he was that he wasn't going to be back. But I just assumed he was going to the to the draft. Surely we can match. Surely we are not getting outbid by Ole Miss in terms of NIL dollars, right? Somebody tell me that's not happening. They have a really strong collective. Uh, they're one of the top eight in the in the country. They may have been willing to give him. <clears throat> more money than it, it may have come down to. It's not a deal where they've got more money than us. They were just willing to cut him off a, a lot bigger chunk than we were. I mean, everything I, I get the, I don't, nothing. I know anything, but they didn't seem overly concerned with keeping him. <clears throat> it's I kind of an odd situation for either they feel really good about the guys they've got behind him. Tyree West, maybe Josh Josephs can get bigger and play on the strong side. Dominic Bailey, I think has one more year. Um, or there's some sort of disconnect where, yeah, or, where they're just, I don't know. Maybe he's, he's not getting along with Garner or something like that. that maybe that they want a holding call. <laughs> And Garner's not even his position coach, is he? Yeah, he's a defensive lineman. He does play the Leo. Yeah, it's one of Rodney's guys. I just kind of viewed it as it didn't seem like they were fighting that hard to keep him after the fact. So I don't know if it had gotten to a point to where it wasn't worth trying to mend that or kind of like you're yeah. talking about. I mean, you've got Jordan Ross coming in as well. The guys this up- is – five-star recruit. I know James Pierce Jr., like, you're going to have him opposite, but if, if there's a lot of those younger guys, you just want to go ahead and get them playing time and kind of start to see what they have. I do kind of detect, um, you know, Tennessee evidently has declined to get into the Walter Nolan sleeps, sweepstakes, and it sounds like he might be going to Ole Miss, too. Kind of glad we don't have to play them next year. But it just, it, you do kind of get the vibe that, Maybe Rodney Garner, as he slips into his 
his older years and the twilight of his career is, uh, how should I say this? Not about the bullshit. Like, you know, just wants to coach guys who want to play hard. Yeah, I I mean, with with Barron specifically, I mean, this is what, at least the second, if not the third season in a row where he's, you know, I mean, he flirted with going in the portal last year. And I wonder if, I wonder if that played into it, you know? I, I would, and I mean, the other thing too is Nolan and his family have probably already gotten more than most people, us included, making a year. Uh, from the university, and I just don't think they wanted to go down that road again. Hmm. Brad in Nashville is next. What's up, Brad? Um, about the whole portal thing, like with Baron, I think it might be one of the things where he wanted us to fight to keep him, and with what we have behind him, we might have just recruited over what he, like not his initial recruiting ranking, but what he has ended up being as far as the college player goes. Um, I think that we might have some younger players who were going to push him hard for playing time next year. And you had some people that were willing to throw money at you, speaking in your ear, just like, hey, man, come down, start for us. You ain't going to, but you'll be out there. We're going to run you out every defensive play. You'll be on the field all the time. And he didn't want to, he didn't want to have to fight for his position. And next year he was going to have to. Um, So maybe that was it with Baron. I don't know. I'm not him. I'm not in his position. Uh, wish him the best. Um, if he wants to throw away four or five years of goodwill that he's built up with this university to go play an old Miss for twenty grand, then by all means, go ahead. Um, our, our vault, like, let, let me ask this question. I, I know you guys are more in this. I don't view this as a knock for the kid in today's landscape. Are, are vault fans like upset that he's doing? No, this? I'm not. I mean, if, if they're Maybe paying you, you more, like if, if it's a paycheck, you. man, I mean, you know what? You're at this point a professional athlete. Just go. I hear you, Brad, but you also said he, he threw down four years of goodwill. Well, or threw away four years of goodwill. Well, look, look, look for, at Juice right now. He's here. He has his own business in Knoxville. There are lots of players that come back and make a career that isn't football in East Tennessee, just based off of what they did plan for our school. And I mean, like, I don't know if he's going to tear it up at the next level. Maybe he'll make a living, but I don't know if it's going to be a decade long one. That's a good point. Like, I I mean, I I see what both of you guys are saying and I'm not, I don't know. I, I I am, I guess I am kind of bummed that we lose him again. He was a productive player and I I struggle to see anybody on our roster. That's going to be as good as he was next year. But uh, yeah, I mean, above and beyond that, a Knoxville guy who went to Catholic and, you know, if he had come here and played another year and had a good year and gone on, played a little bit in the NFL, like he could have written his own ticket as far as, you know, in private business or whatever. <laughs> but he got his degree, didn't he? Isn't he a grad transfer technically? Yeah, but how, how long have we heard about that? It's, it's a little hard to come back after you left here to go play for St. Lane at Ole Miss for a year. I mean, that, that Especially will... with Kiffin. That, that that does change the way I look at him. And, you know, it's not just going to be him. I realize this is the new normal in college football. Guys are going to do this. It's going to happen. But I do think it was a little bit of a short-sighted move by him. I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of it. Um, it might come out later. There was something going on behind the scenes. Maybe he didn't like Rodney Garner. I have no idea. Super happy we got the kid from Notre Dame. Um, that's big. Uh, makes me feel a whole lot better about uh, Heupel's recruiting prowess and going out there and filling needs 
Uh, we need some more defensive backs. Um, he needs to close next week on signing day and make sure that we sign the guys we got lined up, but whatever. Uh, why did Dalton Connect look like a creative player being controlled by someone 18 beers deep playing 2K today? <laughs> what, what, what What's going on with that? Because it's a, he's it, I mean, I don't know. Was he sick? Like, do we know anything other than he just? Uh, I mean, he, yeah, I mean, he could have gotten whatever. Um, I mean, this time of year stuff goes around, so that's all speculation. But I will say, like, he has shown. Remember, was it the Purdue game uh, in in Maui where he kept driving the ball into traffic and and losing it? Like, that's been an issue for him. He he doesn't operate well. He's a great shooter. He's a great one-on-one player. If it gets clogged and he's moving with the basketball, it's almost an automatic turnover. Yeah, he's going in there not knowing what he, he – he has no idea what he's doing until he just goes in there and tries to wing it, and he's trying to wing it in between three people. Like, it's – they're going to collapse on him. You have to have a plan of attack before you go in there, and today – He's a little bit lost. of a black hole. I mean, when, when you throw the ball to him, it's generally not coming out of there. I mean – well, he he, he had a couple of good kickouts today. Like uh, he had the yeah. one to Josiah, I think. But like that was definitely the exception, not the rule. Oh well, yeah, he needs to start doing that more. I would say Josiah looked like he knew what he was doing. Like he looked healthy. Like he was the player that we thought he was going to be when he was coming out of high school. I don't know how but much I said, he's, Bear, he's, years, he's my but... pick to click, Bear. It's not my style to say I told you so, but I did call that. <laughs> I I'm... picked a click. Come on, man. He's <laughs> it's five years. <laughs> I, I said before the season, he will be the guy we all thought he was, what you just said, Brad. Dude, what? if he can keep shooting like that, feed him. I mean, Of course, fine. this is the kiss of death after this conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be one for ten from behind the arc <laughs> next Thursday. But uh, I, I'm down for that, man. If he, if, he, if he can go out there and play within himself, then um, let him expand that as far as he can as long as he doesn't try to overstep what his ability is because he looks like he's comfortable. And if he's not trying to do things that he... that everyone besides him knows he can't, then he's a good player. And um, I was really happy with what he saw tonight. I was happy to see Ziggler all over the place. Um, He played... 38 minutes, which is nuts for someone who is coming like less than nine months removed from an ACL. But the the, the kid looks like he's getting a stroke back. Um, that there was a couple of uncomfortable turnovers, but he more than made up for that on the other side of the ball. Um, but I, I mean, like we just leaned on them until they gave up, and uh, I didn't. I, I kind of maybe felt like that was the way that game was going to go. I was. I thought there was a chance we might just run away from him, but um, the fact that we used the old school crew and went out there and won anyways, uh, get the other guys in order, and then we can actually go and put some hurt on some people. So, I don't know. Uh, love you guys. Uh, you're doing God's work, and um, I'll uh, chat with you later. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate you, my friend. Have you guys seen the highlights from North Dakota State's 94-point win over Oak Hill Christian? I have not. Yeah, was that, a, is that a college? Uh, I, I didn't think know. so. Yeah, it's North Dakota State, Oak Hill Christian. They uh, beat them by 94 points. Go to at CBB content to watch the highlights. It's it's pretty hysterical. They had this one guy who shoots um, 
like he's having a seizure. And like th this dude had the green light. Like he's just chucking up air balls and bricks. Like I mean, he's just got four or five of them. It's it's outstanding. <clears throat> Do you guys remember um, his name was Mantis? He worked at Barstool for a bit. No. He looks really really awkward. Uh, he's got like a physical deformity. He uh, managed to wear a full-on LeBron James Miami Heat jersey and try and check into the IUPUI Lindenwood game tonight. Oh, I did see well. that. He was also the guy, if you've seen it, he's been going around with his friends, and they were Christmas caroling, but they were singing higher by Creed. So, <laughs> Kind of like to see that. I'll shoot you a text. It's worth a Google. Anthony is next. What's up, Anthony? Russell, I'd like to commend you on picking a walk-on as you're picked a click and hitting so big. Is he – he is walking on, right? No, he's not walking on because the other guy yeah, left. I don't know if he got a scholarship no. or not. I'm sure he did. But Yeah, the guy who went to Harvard checked out when he came back. But, man, that guy loves playing for UT. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been doing it since the Don DeVoe era, so. <laughs> I don't know. It just he makes me feel good it. about rooting for a guy like that. I like Triple J. Yeah, man. I'm. I, he's been a good ambassador for the program. Uh, loves to read romance novels. <laughs> hoping that. Oh, my God. Young adult ro romance, model, uh, romance novels of that. Do we have to watch that again on the SEC Network this week, midweek? Yeah, we've only seen that feature about a dozen times now. Maybe they'll get around to filming something new. So does tonight's game make us feel better or worse? I mean, it doesn't really change my opinion of it. It's, uh, I guess if you want to nitpick, you can say, man, this team doesn't seem to have much killer instinct. Um, they should go in there and just, you know, bludgeon a team like this. But I, I, I don't worry about it because we've generally played up to the level of competition when we've had an opportunity. But it does kind of make me think we're going to drop a game or two that we really shouldn't at some point. We haven't done that yet. You know, I mean, the three games we've lost have all been to top 10 teams. <clears throat> so it does kind of make me think you're going to, we're going to have a game or two where it's, you know, like Vanderbilt last year or you lose to Ole Miss or LSU's not very good again. Like, I could see us dropping a game like that that really pisses us all off. That's definitely possible. I mean, I, I would take away from tonight the fact that your best offensive player gives you two points and he probably gives up 10 and you still win the game by nine points uh, in – atmosphere that's very ho-hum not a real not a lot to build off of either like good or bad in that regard from a what what you're you're going you're traveling and i mean i was always like i remember sitting here watching this play maryland i think texas tech might have been one a couple of years ago as well but you're using that spalding ball and at least that didn't seem to be that big of an impact but all in all like this was just one of those games where you just win. It doesn't really matter how you have to win it. 
and that's what Tennessee did. So now you're in a good spot. You play Norfolk, Tarleton. Uh, you win those games. You're going into SEC play at a good spot. Yeah, that's how I feel about it, too. I thought Awaka looked pretty good tonight. I also thought I thought Meshack kind of – I thought he looked pretty impressive. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, if anything, like, he was one of those guys that really stepped up, kept trying to attack, and his defense is second to none, man. He, he knows what he's doing whenever you put a – a guy with the ball in front of me, he, he can just make life rough for him. I can't make up my mind on Meshack. Every time I think, man, he's just too offensively limited to be the kind of player that we hope he can be. He has a game like tonight where, he, you know, he makes a three, he's driving to the hoop, and I don't know, he just looks so – his hands aren't great shooting the ball. I don't, I don't know what it is. He doesn't seem like a naturally gifted offensive player, but he obviously works really, really hard at it. He's a great defender, terrific athlete. And, um, to me, the jury's kind of still out on him. We don't have plus minus stats, or at least I, I haven't seen them um, yet, but I would imagine he was plus 20. Yeah, I feel like he creates a lot of space on his shots especially when he tries to take it down low. I thought uh, – I, I don't think he necessarily is – he plays like Josh Richardson, but I think his career track is kind of similar to a Josh Richardson's career track. His offense just keeps getting yeah. better. Well, I remember there – we've had a couple of those guys that were late bloomer. You know, Admiral was kind of like that back in the day. Like, he, was, he wasn't a very good player. I want to say he wasn't a very good player, but he was not the player he was his junior and senior year, his first two years. You know, it clicked for him midway through his junior year. So, um, he may shack to junior and we'll see if his trajectory continues. His free throw percentage has at least gotten a lot better. That's something that's good to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, it was good to talk to y'all tonight. I think it was a pretty good win. Like you said, any kind of win in an environment like that, as late as it was, is a good win. Anthony, Merry Christmas, my friend. Happy New Year. Here's to a great 2024. Thank you. Anthony, a voluntary reaction regular. As is our next speaker, Joshy Boy. No stranger to the keg of glory. Josh, good evening, my Fellas, friend. we drank from the keg of glory tonight. Indeed we do. Russ, uh, if Triple J or uh, ZZ, if they didn't have good games, we probably would have lost that game tonight. But uh, they had really good games tonight, 23 and 20 for both of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, they they both had it going for sure. Um, thought Anthony... You know, brought up Meshack. He had 11 points and, and five rebounds, four assists in 27 minutes. That's a really good game by him, man. You got, you got to give it up for that. That's that's yeah. what we're looking for. Right Meshack, he's like a Swiss Army knife for us. Kind of, don't you think? Yeah, man. I, I'm not a big fan of him at the point. 
like we were doing last year. It seems like we're kind of getting away from that, which I'm I'm all for. But he's got a role to play. I mean, we need him for sure. So um, it was good to see him have a good night tonight. Yeah. So uh, are you guys worried any uh, after uh, Connect hit his uh, first field goal? Were you guys worried any uh, when he kind of had an off night? It's uh, not pressing the panic button, but he's been a little up and down. He's been a little up and down, and and I'm wondering if we can get some more consistency out of him. It's like, okay, maybe we can't get thirty every night out of no. Dalton Connect, but is, can we can we make him a sixteen point a night guy? I, I think that's you'd almost rather have a night would be great. Yeah, yeah, you'd almost rather have that than a guy go off for twenty five one night and then two the next night. On uh, that one, when he tried to go up for that dunk, he he didn't get hurt, did he? Like when he came down, I don't think I don't so. Think so, yeah, but uh, yeah, that was a great win tonight against that NC State team. Was that that was a quad two win tonight, right? Yeah, they're I think fifty third in the net gotcha. rankings. So how does that work when it's a neutral site game? You know, it's quad one. It's like, you know, it is, what is it? I, I don't even remember. I haven't looked at it this year. It's what a top 50 win in the net at home or top up to top 75 on the road, something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to pull that up. There's like a, remember the maybe a little figures. bit of an in-between number there for neutral sites. I don't know. I mean, it's it's strength of schedule. You know, I guess you, you pull from them from, from here on out. The better they do, the better that win will look at the end of the year. Yeah, switching to football real quick, Russ, what do you guys think about uh, Jacoby Brown that we picked up from MTSU? I like it. I mean, he's a guy played a lot for them. Um, good players have come out of there. Um, obviously Kevin Byard yep. uh, went, went there and, and played there. So, um, he looks like a good player. You never know until you, you get him in here, but it sounds like we're going to lose both our safeties. So he's going to have an opportunity to come in there and compete for a starting spot. I would imagine. Yeah. So, uh, did you find that Davey about the, Oh, we're drinking. Yeah. So, uh, first, Home teams, a quad one win, or when you're home is one through 30. Uh, neutral sites, one through 50, and in a way is one through 75. That's what a quad one win would equate to. Gotcha. And uh, guys, out the door, we can uh, officially say now, ZZ is back. And uh, in the famous words of uh, Polish show, free Awaka, free Awaka, free Awaka. Free a walker for everybody. You want some Awaka bear? I love Tobey. Polish Joe's a knucklehead, but here we are. Well, I can report to you that Texas Tech has won 
the 2023 Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. It's a final now. The Red Raiders hoist uh, one of the ugliest looking trophies. It looks like a footstool my mom has in, in her house with an eagle attached to the top of it. But they have defeated Justin Wilcox's Fighting Golden Bears of Cal. Russ, what uh, bowl game did you use for your analogy where you talk about being a young lad and I climbing up it, and do I which broke one? it off yesterday for the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Um, I didn't know the sponsor, so I kind of fumbled it. <laughs> I think we're going to – I think we'll go back to that well hopefully tomorrow or um, next week, you know. But gotcha. I'm gonna pick out a good one. I don't know. Um Let's see. What do we got here? Scroll through some of these. Ah, yes. I mean. The SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl. There are so many good ones, Davey. It's hard to choose just one. I'm, you know, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. You got the bad boy. Uh, the Pop-Tarts Bowl is going to be a big one this year. But. The military Bowl presented by GoBowling.com. I would say if I had to choose one, I mean. When Western Kentucky and Old Dominion get together, you sort of throw the records out the window. Everybody knows that. But, I mean, it just takes me back to my days as a wee lad. And I would see my father sitting there in his study, in his smoking jacket, sitting in his favorite chairs. And uh, he would look at me with a gleam in his eye, and he would say, Son, come in here. And I'd say, Yes, Papa. And he say, gather around, son, for tonight, we are going to watch Western Kentucky and Old Dominion do battle at Jerry Richardson Stadium in Charlotte in the famous Toastery Bowl. And and we would do that. And yeah, I mean, it just brings back so many good memories. You know, just the nostalgia. When I, turn, when, I, when I turn on the famous Toastery Bowl, Davey, I mean, I, I can't, I, I get emotional right now just thinking about it. That makes sense. I get where you're coming from. I mean, sure, some of the memories of the Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl are a little sepia-toned now, but still, it's the tradition that makes this sport so special. They can't ever take that away. Let's get Matthew, who I believe will be our final speaker of this victorious edition of the Voluntary Reaction. What's up, Matthew? Matthew, you there? Uh, we might be ending on the on the wheel. I think Matthew actually went to the game, though. We had um, Tyler. Was it Tyler in Texas, Bear? Who's our guy down there who was going to the game? Uh, yeah, I think it was Tyler in Texas. Maybe we'll hear from him on the drive. Matthew, it looks like you've got the wheel, my friend. Why don't you jump off and see if you can try and reconnect. In the meantime, we'll try Larry. Larry, are you there? I'm here, fellas. Can you hear me? Yeah, what's up, hey, man? Hey, gents. Good to talk to y'all. I've listened to a whole bunch of times after different games and whatnot. This is my first time chiming in, so bear with me a second. I don't have a, a ton. I'll, I'll let you guys go. I know everybody wants to probably go to bed or finish doing whatever you're doing on a Saturday night. Um, as, as for the basketball game, it was great to see other people stepping up when they were needed. Um, that we didn't have to just rely on one guy. 
connect was obviously off tonight for whatever the reason was, whether it was the stupid ball or whatever, but um, it's, it's good to see, you know, in, in other games when at times when he has struggled or when somebody else has struggled in, in past years, we've had, we've struggled as a team and it was good to see that other people stepped up and improved their game and, and really made a big difference in the outcome. Um, I think more of this is going to help prepare us later for the tournament. Um, just like the schedule. I know everybody there. I've heard some people complaining about why do we, why do we schedule such a hard, a hard early season schedule and all these teams, because you, you play those teams to gauge yourself and where you need to improve and you get better for later. And I think that's going to ultimately help us down the road. Um, flipping back to football with the portal, people have to remember we're short on scholarships. It's not, it's not huge. We're not missing 10 or 12 scholarships, but we are still short on scholarships since Cornbread screwed us on his way out. Um, so we've got to be a little bit more selective. Uh, plus, the guys of ours that have jumped in the portal aren't officially gone until they've actually committed somewhere else. So there's, it's not like their scholarships are just freed up automatically. If they come back, those scholarships aren't available for us to give to somebody else. So they've got to kind of play this more close to the vest and be a little bit more uh, more selective, I think. Um, I, I am sitting back, though, and laughing because you had so many people that, that absolutely just complained and railed about, oh, this offensive line, you can't play Nico in front of this, behind this offensive line because he'd get broken in half and this, that, and the other thing. And, and then those same people are out there hollering and screaming and, and celebrating the return of all of our offensive linemen. You can't have it both ways, man. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they're coming it's back. Not, I'll, I'll stop you right there. It's not having it both ways. What people are talking about, they're not talking about the guys that came back. We had a patchwork offense. What they were talking about was as we got into the season and linemen kept going down with injuries, we had a patchwork offensive line. At times, yeah. But, but Bear, we, had, we had times where these guys that are coming back together were playing together and there were still people out there that were saying, Oh, you can't, you can't put Nico behind these guys. And those same people are still coming out of the woodwork saying, Oh, it's great that these guys are back. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad they're back because I think the ones that we have coming back have all played pretty darn well and played pretty well together. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not in that camp. I just, I'm just laughing at some of the ones, but, but look at how many people, how many people all season long, man, our defensive backs are all, they're all trash. Our safeties, our corners, they're all just trash. But the minute they hop in the portal, then everybody's panicking. Those same that same group of people is panicking. Well, why are they all jumping in the portal? Why do you care if you think they're trash? Let them go. Let's upgrade. Don't look for consistency from the casuals. No, I yeah, and that's and that's my point, I guess, because there's just too many people that just don't. They talk to hear themselves talk, and and it's just it. I just sit back and laugh at it because they, they obviously don't know what they're doing. So anyway, people just need to calm down a little bit. I think, um, I think we'll see some, some definite improvement in some areas. We still may, I don't know that we're going to, that we're going to challenge for a, a title next year necessarily, but I think it'll be an improved season for sure. So anyway, fellas, keep up the great work. Y'all have a great night and go big freaking orange. Thank you, Larry. Appreciate you chiming in here. Let's try Matthew again, see if we can connect with him. Is Matthew there? Hey, right, I think we're working now. Yeah, we got you. What's up, Nothing. man? I was there tonight, so forgive me if my voice is a little shot. Um, I really, really loved the effort we gave in the second half. I had been asking 
people next to me that were at the game and forgive me if y'all already talked about this, but what about the effort from Toby Walker tonight when they finally had burns on him? It just, it, it was actually a pleasant surprise to see how much of a better matchup it was for Tobey than Jonas Adu. I really thought Jonas Adu's length would give Burns fits, but it feels like Tobey just had a lot more girth to him, Davey, that he was able to just kind of size him up. And I think at one point I counted, he had 12 rebounds. and I think four of them came in those last five minutes, Davey. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing for, for Walker, I think half his off, or half his rebounds came offensively. He just, I mean, he seemed to be in rhythm tonight, and it was one of those things to where I, I thought DJ at times, you could tell he was getting a little winded, and that just wasn't going to happen for Awaka. And while Burns definitely a bigger guy, Awaka, I mean, he's just got that strength that you just look at, and he's, he's just gifted in that aspect. <clears throat> he was able to hold his own, and I was really happy to see him play like he did in that second half. Yeah. And one thing that I also took away from tonight's game that I don't think you're going to have to I, – I think Dalton Connect is going to find rhythm again. But what I really was impressed with is you had two guys that stepped up tonight, and it didn't have to come from somebody that we, we know can score. We know Dalton Connect is going to have his nights where he goes and gets 15 and 10. And it was really nice to see Zakai Ziegler – finally kind of come back into his natural self that we've all loved and appreciated and myself included. It's been so special to watch Josiah James play, play the type of basketball that we had kind of hoped for. And it felt like tonight he kind of him and Zakai kind of just had such a great chemistry of the flow of the offense. And it's just, it, it's not a, it's not a pretty win. It's not going to move the needle for, for a lot of folks. I get that, but this is a good, I think, step in the right direction because we'll finish out our non-conference schedule at 10 and three. And I would say arguably your next toughest game. I think, um, I know it's hard to go on the road, the sec, but you'll probably be about 14 and three when you host Alabama into or in Knoxville on January 20th. And then you get to rub at 17 and three. So you've got some, some ground to really make an argument that you could still chase that one or two seed that you want to talk through about. Is that still a fair assessment? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, uh, the one seed's there. I just, I, I don't, I mean, we would have to have an incredible SEC run, win the SEC tournament to get, get yeah. into a, a one seed, I, I would say. Um, I, I'm not sleeping on Ole Miss, though. I mean, they should be 13-0 yeah. and 0 when we play them. I think <laughs> it's such a weird timeline for Chris Beard, and I'll get off here, but do you stay at Ole Miss for at least two seasons and kind of build that up? Or do you take a shot at a school like Louisville, who's – it's not a matter of if, but when they fire Kenny Bain. It's just a matter of when. It's, that's 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 it at the end of the day. And I'll hang up on that, guys. Great win. Love love y'all as always. Go Vols. Thanks, Matthew. Um, I'll answer that one real quickly. I don't think you look to make a move from an SEC school to an ACC school um, right now, especially with uh, what could be happening from a – just just the conference standpoint and the, the money distribution that's going to be coming that way, you, you actually have a better chance of making more money at Ole Miss than you do Louisville. Now, you go back five years ago, people would call you crazy for saying that, but that's the way things are trending. But he's such a Texas guy, like being that close to Texas is probably a help for some of his recruiting. True. 
Have but again, guys... I mean, all you need, like with basketball, you only need about yeah five or six guys, really, as far as like high level recruits. And have you guys seen uh, any bracketology yet? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen a few things here or there, but it's just it, it's so early. Yeah. So, Lunardi has us as a three seed right now, taking on McNeese State. That's for Wade. We, oh, wow. We would play Duke in Charlotte in round two. I just don't think the committee well, you would want to rematch, Davo. You ready for some more? Uh, Tennessee's physicality would probably get the upper hand once again. Uh, but I, I don't I don't see the committee. He's all Sherman soft over there at Duke. I don't see the committee trying to get a rematch. It's not something they typically try to do at that point in the year. If anything, they try to get newer matchups. But yeah, if Tennessee played Duke right now, I'd put my money on on the balls. Has to, I mean, if Mark Meadows plays, that changes everything, right? It's Mitchell, but that would be a a difference. I'm not saying the deciding difference, but it would it would make a difference in the, how that game is played. Dalton Connect might look like he did tonight. We have a tattoo bet on. We have a tattoo bet on the drive, Davey. What do you mean a tattoo bet? Like one of you is getting a tattoo if something happens? No, no that's between callers. Yeah. You managed to get your callers to go against each other to get tattoos? Yes. If Tennessee doesn't get out of the Sweet 16, or uh, I'm sorry, if Tennessee doesn't get out of the second round, the caller Trey, ter- Trey's terrible takes, Tennessee truth teller Trey, has to get a tattoo of Bruce Pearl on his ass. If Tennessee goes to the final four, Jamie Utah, Kronos, AKA Kronos, the time cop has to get a tattoo of Richard Dale Barnes on his ass. There's a lot that can happen, but I'd be feeling a lot more nervous if I'm Trey than if I'm Jamie in this scenario. (laughs) I mean, in Trey's scenario, there's a lot like, I can count numerous times that has happened. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't count it at all for for what Jamie's got. I, I really want it to be Jamie, but like that that would provide me some sense of solace if we do get bounced in the first two rounds this year. Just, I mean, doing a show live from a tattoo parlor with Tennessee Truth Teller Trey lying on his stomach, his bare ass exposed, and just getting that the face of pearl. In, in the closing seconds, is, as Tennessee's getting beat, you're just sitting there like Alonzo Mourning in that <laughs> famous gif. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man, it's good. All right, boys, give me a closing thought or two. We'll bounce out of here. It's uh, – was this the last – I mean, the rest of these games between now and Ole Miss are just – Buy games basically, aren't they? Oh, we got uh John Tarleton State coming in here next week. Yeah, yeah, like I said, so we've got buy games. So get tuned up, get everybody healthy and ready to go for SEC play. Looking forward to it. And then Norfolk State. Did we play Norfolk in the tournament one year? Mm-hmm. I don't remember playing them, but 
That's not to say it didn't happen. I can't remember the guy. I remember us playing them. I can't, I know we won. I just can't remember. It was in the past couple of years. Are we confusing them with Wright State? I don't think so. I'll look it up real quick. It's worth a Google. Uh, as far as closing thoughts for myself, I'm glad the Vols were able to get the win there. And it's one of those, yeah, you see a lot of things that could be improved on, but happy to see Josiah and Zakai look like their entire abilities were, were put together offensively and defensively. And it was just a, a fun night to watch them play. And I guess the next time we're going to be uh, chatting with each other, we'll be on January the 1st as Tennessee takes on uh, Iowa. What I'm ring sure is going to be a real barn burner. Yes, ring in the new year with the voluntary reaction after the Citrus Bowl. Tennessee and Iowa will be watching that first playoff game. What is it's um is the first one Bama and Michigan? It's a good Please, question. Yeah, because that's the yeah because it's the Rose Bowl. It'll be at five o'clock, and then eight o'clock, nine o'clock. They'll have the. The next one, yeah, that's that's going to be an epic day, man. Watch the Vols. Uh, we'll do a little voluntary reaction, probably a little overlap with the Rose Bowl, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it will. We going to win? I don't know. I think so. We should. I, I guess Milton's playing. Uh, the, the question you have to ask yourself is, if Tennessee can score 17 points, they will win. Can we get 17? Do you think Uncle Fluffy with a makeshift secondary is capable of holding even Iowa to 17 or less? I'm not worried about the secondary. Oh, who, yeah. is our, who is our secondary? It's, it's going to be um, Judy Lawley and Ricky Gibson. Shit, I think they could put us three back there and some other random person in, uh, listening right now, and we'd be all right if, as long as the front seven held up. What do you think, Bear? Can you can you get out on Bear Island and give a little shit? What, you need my help over the top? I got your back. I'll give you a little help over the top. A lot more than that these days, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> just the thought of you getting into a back pedal. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. Oh, no. more. Sorry, man. Take That's a cheap mean. shot like that at me. I also like don't your think your back's any better than mine. Well, ratted. I don't think Tennessee's ever played Norfolk State. No, I was mistaken. Tennessee State played Norfolk State. Norfolk mistaken. If you will, yeah. Maybe it was right state. Well, boys, uh, it's been swell. Tighten up. Will the thrill Levis? The legend continues against Case Keenum. I told you, man. C.J. Stroud didn't even travel with the team. You got to take care of your noggin, man. Concussions are no joke. Did you guys see? Did I send you the the uh, a poor bastard from the Colts, um, Pittman, who got crushed and Minshew threw him a hospital ball today? 
Yeah, that was a joke that they they threw uh, threw that guy out of the game. I don't, I don't know what the hell he's supposed to do. He's not supposed to hit in football anymore. I mean, hit him with the shoulder. I mean, Pitt, Pittman's fault. Pittman's when he made the decision to lay out like that. unfortunate yeah jack put a damn dress on him all right fellas we'll talk to you next year everybody um we love you thank you 2023 has been a pretty good year for the old voluntary reaction beat duke in the tournament went to omaha and went eight and four but whatever we'll talk to you all later have a great night